Okay, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I think it's mildly a miracle that I'm recording. I both really want to show you what's going on around me right now, but also not out of embarrassment. But I'm going to. But like it's, I mean, it, it's not it's not for an audio medium. It's a it's a disaster. All right. Much like I will my hair. Oh no. What I see currently. Currently, so, Joey is uh, sitting in a chair. And uh, he's got a fan on above him. I can tell because of the reflection off the light off of the Team Liquid poster. He's uh, backed up against a wall. Looks a little cramped right now. A little cramped. This is. I'm. I'm gonna pick the camera up. This is. This is my okay. bedroom from when I was a child. Okay. First off, okay. notice. Notice the bald spot. Notice. Notice my yeah. thinning hair. Okay. That's. Mm-hmm. That's right there. Mm-hmm. This. This angle. This angle. Not good for my self confidence. Okay, so let me just, okay. There's everyone point and laugh. If here, you here's, can imagine you. a gigantic bald spot. Here's you. That's you. That's me. You know, Gorgeous. here's a keyboard. Everyone, this is, everyone this applaud is, now. That's my crotch. Insert crotch. That's, that okay. is definitely Joey's crotch. So, uh, you this... definitely want to watch YouTube for that one. <laughs> so, so, um, here, here's a, here's a poster. Here's, here's a calendar of, of Emmy okay. Rossum. Uh, that 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 I got when she released her her record. It's it's she's the lead actress in Shameless. It's from 2014, which means the calendar's not accurate anymore. Um, there's there's a SKT one banner from Korea, an old Banjo Kazooie wow. sign. Here's a picture. Here's a picture of me and and my cousins that's on the wall. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's I I look yeah. much younger there. Note all the hair Very on my cool. head. Uh, mm-hmm. there's there there's a Smirnoff sign. That's a neon bar sign that has googly eyes on it. Why? Why? How do you have? Why do you have so many posters? And how do you have that Smirnoff sign? Uh, I took it out of a dumpster. Um, here here's a bunch of old old TV posters for like a a, a 2010 slate of Showtime shows. Uh, yeah. Two Tarantino movie posters, a Dota poster with with, with some mm-hmm. assorted hero art. Um, above the window is like social link <laughs> buttons that, that, that I thought uh-huh. was a good idea at one point in time. So like there's, you know, RSS feed, delicious stumble upon old Google Twitter logos. There's a digestive. I go and, if I go and stand up on that chest and hit those buttons, will they do anything, Joey? Yeah, you, you will. They, 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 they oh. will share the podcast. Um, there, there, there's a poster of the digestive system. Uh, that's a good one because yeah. I, I don't know. Um, and then I just, see just, a box for diapers every yeah that has my baby stuff in it that my mom oh. won't throw away because i think she thinks i'm gonna have mm-hmm. kids and wants to give it to them um nothing is there, there there's my bed there's my bed it's a bed i cleaned all yeah. the sheets uh and then just everything Th- this is like a small bit of the mess this is truly a small bit of the mess i like my computer isn't even hooked up properly i just plugged in i just plugged in a microphone and a mouse so that we can record and Basically, I moved my entire apartment and studio and everything I own back into my parents' house. And I can hear them right now talking outside the door. Um, so I don't have a, a, a podcasting setup, really. I'm trying to, like, set up an office. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do a bunch of stuff. But it, it has been a clusterfuck of a week. So that's fun. Uh, I, I, I'm happy, I'm happy to be here with you because I feel like it's a break from the physical labor I've been doing. Uh I'm pretty sure that I injured my, uh, LCL, which is the exterior knee slash leg tendon. Yeah. That one's, that one's a little finicky. Yeah. That one's a little finicky. That one. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm worried about that. There might be an MRI in my future. I feel like it's okay right now, but I don't know if it's like something that I'm that I'm gonna do a squat rack in a couple of weeks and then just blow it out. So you know, we gotta I gotta be careful of that. Um, mm-hmm. I, d- dude, it's uh, how have you been? <laughs> okay, so this has been an ongoing episode in this podcast that we would talk about the fact that you need to find a roommate soon, otherwise you will be moving back to your parents' place. Mm-hmm. And I take it you did not find that roommate. No. So 
a little bit of a catch up on that. Basically, in addition to not finding someone to take the roommate position in in my other apartment, mm-hmm. I actually think that the financially savvy play is to simply do what I'm doing anyways because I am actively trying to save up money for like a down payment on an apartment or a condo, which uh, me being here just expedites that process. So I feel like it is the financially savvy decision. Also, there is a strong possibility that I am going to be working out of the European Team Liquid office over the summer. Oh, And if that happens, it would be really silly for me to have an apartment that I'm renting because that would just be pissing away money. Pissing it away. Yeah. So, So, okay, so why are you going to be working out of the European offices? Well, okay, so hear me out. So uh, TI's around the corner, right? Yeah, yeah. And the yeah, Dota yeah, yeah. team is over in the Netherlands. True. They so, are. They, they are. So uh, what what the goal would be is that I would go over to the European office, work with the Dota team to make some specific content around TI, and then also right. just generally work with the uh, my, my compatriots over in Europe, the... the uh, one-up Team Liquid European video staff to kind of, you know, learn a little bit how they work, see if I can help them, just generally give them support and, you know, do maybe like some consulting. So, and also just to meet everyone in the Europe office, right? Like, right, of course. I feel, I feel yeah, like those, the, those are all very good things to do as those, an employee. Yeah, very, very good things to do. So, um, yeah. no, this, this definitely sounds like a thoroughly well thought out and reasonable reason to work in the European offices over the summer and probably has nothing to do with TI. Right? <laughs> I th- nothing to do with TI, right? <laughs> I think that I have to mildly pivot what my full suite of goals there are going to be. Um, uh-huh. I, okay, I've had a bad week for a couple reasons, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a rough one. I watched your your liquid TLDR. It was it made me laugh. See, that was the goal. Did it make you uncomfortable? I wanted to hear a scream at the end. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I was um in an effort to say the most pretentious thing I possibly can. I was uh channeling my my inner emotions into art. Hmm. I like I I drew the smile on my face so I could look happy. That was your Joker moment. That was my <laughs> when Joker. Liquid moment. failed to qualify for TI. That was Joey's Joker moment. <laughs> we sh- I I should probably explain some things. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I do a weekly show on the Team Liquid social channels called TLDW, which is just like a weekly recap of how all the different teams and all the different games and regions performed and like what matches to that are upcoming to watch. And slowly over the course of, I've been doing it for th- three months straight, um, it's getting more and more absurd, um, probably because I'm running out of ideas quickly and I'm just doing everything myself. So uh, after after the, the Dota team lost, I did an episode where uh, normally it looks kind of like the soup or a news broadcast, but, but this was more... Um, you know, me having a mental breakdown with bad makeup and a really claustrophobic shot on the ground. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, I, I got good feedback on it. It was it was fun to make. Uh, and I learned a lot about mascara mm. and, and how to make it runny. So, so that, that was a plus. Um, I I'm conflicted because I actually so I had the idea for that video and what I was going to do if the Dota team lost before the event even started. So there was one side of me that's like, oh, well, okay, I have an idea of what kind of video content I can do if they lose. And the other side of me is like, oh, I don't want that at all. I hope that I never get to see this idea to fruition. But instead, what I got to do was, was convert on the idea I had, which ultimately the the worst option it was it was the worst option (sighs) because uh i don't 
I'm not going to the international with the liquid Dota team. And if I do, it's going to be in some other type of capacity. Uh, yeah. TBD. And that... We should uh, make a show. A liquid show at TI. Hmm? Hmm? I'm, I'm probably only going to be casting. Hmm? I'm, I'm, I'm just saying there, there is some stuff that I can't talk about. And there is a world where we do a really dank show at the International. There's a world. There's a world where it happens. Also, hear me out. You're gonna be a little mm. busy. I'm not gonna be busy. Yeah. I know people now yeah. who are also not gonna be busy during the international. True. Yeah. Very true. I, I'll be like, "Yo, Aiden, what's up? What's up, Insania?" Yeah. Or as casters who are harder for me to listen to call him Insania. Um. What? Who calls him Insania? Uh, I think Seek and Insomnia. I, I I think Seek and Strike does, and I think AUI does. But why? I don't know. It's um, insane. Yeah, they. <laughs> but um, tss, um, yeah, m- m- maybe that maybe that's a reality for for the international. I I, I do not know my current travel plans uh, to Romania. I was actually uh, freaking out because the dates for the international when they were pushed back because that's also something that happened. Um, we should really stick on to one story for more than ten seconds. The the the, the, the date move of the international actually uh, near directly conflicts with my sister's wedding. Um, no. So if I do go and I stay through the grand finals, I would need mm-hmm. to get on a plane from Bucharest to Hawaii. And if you want to guess about how long that is, the answer is 22 hours. Yeah, I was going to say, that that has to be close to 24 hours because those are very much on opposite sides of the planet. Literally and, uh, that. <laughs> yeah, and, and they're also probably... So you have to go, what what would the flight, where would you be going through? You go to Amsterdam and there's no directs to all the way to Hawaii, right? No, I bet that it would be at least three planes. It would be to somewhere in Western Europe and then to probably Mm -hmm. like New York or Miami maybe. And then potentially to like Los Angeles or Phoenix or something like that. And then to Hawaii if I can't go like direct transcontinental to Hawaii. So there's like, so so that's it. It might be faster for you to go the other direction. It might be. It's it's literally yeah. like opposite sides of the planet. So I have to I have to figure that out. That that's another fun wrinkle. When I saw the TI dates announced, I'm like, oof. Oof. At least it's not the day of the wedding, but it's like really close. So basically, uh the the the, the international in the span of uh about eight days went from something that I was like, woo, to something that I'm like, oh man. I'm I'm really not sure what stage of grief I'm in. I don't I don't I think that I've been too busy to fully process it, and I feel like it's also um, poor form to co-opt grief because the people who are really objectively sad are like the people who were actually on the team, not the people who like makes funny videos of the team, right? Um, yeah, but- you could still be sad. Just because they have more reason to be sad doesn't mean you can't be sad. Yeah, yeah. They should be the most. It's, it's sad. like that thing, you know. Like you're, you know, it could always be worse. Well, yeah, of course it could always be worse. But what I'm going through right now is still bad. You know. Yeah. There's it's... always going to be someone having a shittier day than you, but you know. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um. So, uh, okay. So, finishing up with moving. When when did you move? Because cause when we talked about the podcast, you were, you said something about moving. Because uh, we forgot to do the podcast, basically. And you said, well, it's, I'm moving anyway. So, and, and But you haven't actually finished setting up now. And you know what happened is you said, oh, you know, like, I, I got moving and stuff anyway. I was like, oh. Well, Joey could have hit me up. We're good enough friends. I'd be willing to help him move. <laughs> I thought you had already moved. <laughs> <laughs> no um so monday last week was the 5th of july which in america uh-huh. oftentimes when the 4th of july which is one of our few federal holidays is on a weekend it's observed before or after so no one was really working on the 5th so i had that day to start a move 
and basically mm. i got almost everything out of my house except for like my my work setup and like my bedroom and a lot of other things right so i probably did 50 percent of the move on that monday uh because because i had people available like my dad with a truck mm-hmm. and then uh the end of the night comes around and i'm like oh we are not doing a podcast <laughs> <laughs> I will I will happily uh take take fault for this one. So uh sorry everybody. And then uh it was before the the last two qualifiers. It was before uh China and Europe. And I'm like, what are we gonna what are we gonna talk about? Like I mean I can I can shoot the shit with, with, with Cap all day long, but like if we were to do a show last 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 week, I would just complain about moving and then I would uh be like, Oh man, those western qualifiers liquid oh boy undying na representatives glad that they're at ti really love the dpc system um and and now there's more qualifiers to talk about but basically i've i've been moving since uh since that last monday for like for like a week now and everything Mm -hmm. is currently at my parents house it is in the it is in the front driveway it is in the living room it is strewn across multiple bedrooms the thing with my parents house um is that it's already filled with way too much stuff so me bringing my stuff in is just problematic because uh their stuff has to move to make room for my stuff and yeah. it's uh it's 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 it, it, it could be a better situation um, so what what is the timeline that you're looking at? Not 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 the working in the European office in summer, but you said trying to save up for an apartment. Do you have a deadline? Because that is the thing. It's financially great for your wallet, for your mental health, not so great for most people moving back in with their parents. I you know like I personally did that when I came back from Germany. I lived with my mom for about a year and a half. Uh, like that, you know, there's there was definitely. I much prefer living by myself. I or with Ellie rather. I think that I'm giving myself maximum of, of of one year. Ideally, what I'd be doing is I'd be looking. I mean, th- th- there are a couple outside factors, right? Like, if the economy goes super upside down for whatever reason, and like the 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 stock market crashes, then yeah, that's, I've been that... waiting for that for years now, Joey. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Well, 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 that's that's potentially problematic because I'm not super liquid right now. Like, all like my my capital for uh, my okay. capital for a mortgage is is mostly tied up in the market, right? So I I have to get out of that. And in a world where that goes belly up like overnight, then my situation changes drastically. So so we're we're under the assumption that things are going to kind of continue some some kind of normalcy right now. Um, and then I. Ideally, I would start looking around December to February and give myself enough time to not have to hard commit to anything quickly. I think that I'm in a situation where I'm pretty happy where I am and I'm not going to mind spending a, a certain amount of time here there's there's things that suck and i'm sure that i will continue to complain about them uh in 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 the near to medium future like um i'm allergic to dogs oh but like mildly but i always grew up with dogs like there were always dogs in the house right and i always mm-hmm. had like an annoyance and a problem with allergies and while i am allergic to, to pollens and grasses and molds and like all that all that shit right um as soon as I moved out and didn't live with dogs every day, like my, my situation was just better. Right. So yeah, it's like, I, I'm, I'm more congested being here. There's less space here. There's inherently less freedom, but like living with my parents isn't bad. Like we, we, we have a very good relationship. I'm not too worried about getting out rapidly, but ideally mm-hmm. we're looking at like six to 12 months would be my goal. Okay. I'll, we will revisit this in like six months because I have a great relationship with my mom, but it still t- was not ideal. It still was not great for my mental health to be living with her at times. So I think there's going to well, be like a honeymoon period. I think the first two months are going to yeah. be great. And then yeah. the next two months are going to be like, ugh. I, I'm worried that I'm going to find it harder to work. Uh, I'm worried that my commute when I do have to go to work is like literally 9x what it was before. It's going from like 5 minutes to 45-ish without traffic, right? Oh. Like, 
Yeah. Um, I'm worried about, you know, j- just the logistics of respecting them, right? Like, uh, mm-hmm. my mom's a light sleeper. Uh, my mm-hmm. bedroom where I am right now is upstairs. Her room is, you know, multiple doors that way. Like, so I'm, I'm I have to make an effort to just generally be mindful of that. Um, yeah, we got to do the podcast earlier. Probably. It's it's pro- probably shouldn't be doing them like after ten, ish, yeah. which <laughs> it's no, it's almost always my fault when they're late. Um, but so I I'm 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 trying to uh, just get settled in first, clean everything, move everything around, uh, get it so that some stuff isn't messy. Uh, we're, we're building a shed in the backyard, which is going to serve as like a storage unit for like my boxes. Cause I, a lot of stuff's in boxes. I'm not just going to need it while I'm here because my parents' house is fully stocked. So it's it's there there's a process and like a bunch of stuff that i actively want to do a lot of it is like cleaning there's there's a lot of um like uh working out and food accountability that like i'm i'm looking forward to doing um it'll it, it it'll be interesting i'm i'm at the very least i will have uh hashtag content to share on on on, <laughs> on this journey that's good that's good because we saw and gone through your uh <laughs> did you lose your post-its with the stories <laughs> that you had no, previously? No, I know, I know where those. Backlogged. I know where those are, but they're not uh-huh. by me right now. <laughs> I, right, I have so to. You I have to just unpack go through the, the qualifiers as a whole. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, I mean, have you have you just been uh, like like an acting therapist for for the last like seventy two hours? Because because uh, like I'm I'm crying on people's oh. shoulders. I'm sure that you know you've been talking to Will and Will's been like having not the yes. best time ever. Like I, I think I just spent probably about six hours or so uh, with uh, just hanging out in a call with uh, with William for. Uh, for quite some time, yeah, we started talking about yeah at six p.m. We started a call, and it's now eleven p.m. So we've been hanging out for about five hours. Uh, obviously, he's uh, real upset. There's um, there's a lot of layers to this that the the public just doesn't know. Um, but one of the one of the top layers is is that the liquid guys, all five of them, are just amazing. Um, they're all like genuinely good people who care about each other and look out for each other and have done things for each other that may never, may never go public. Um, and that they're all amazing. Um, and just circumstances, um, just went against them in, in so many ways. Um, the, the most obvious one being that Boxy was not able to play with them for a period of time, and they adjusted to, you know, Koifa selflessly uh, played off lane for a period of time, and then he jumped back into mid when Boxy came back into the team like that. You know, that's just one circumstance that people know about. Um, and there's a lot of things surrounding that that are all very personal and very, like, heartwarming. It's, it, again, all the Liquid guys are just great guys. So it just really sucks for William to be that close with them and to watch them go through all the grief that is not going to TI because this TI has essentially been a two-year TI, right? We have been waiting for this for two years. And now, even worse, it's not going to happen right away like it was going to, right? When this qualifier is originally supposed to be going on, it was like, okay, well, the TI is going to happen like a month afterwards, you know? And we'd, we'd do TI and we'd start the next season with three three DPC seasons and stuff. And it would be, you know, like if they didn't make it, well, at least TI would come and go and then they'd be able to start new and start a fresh season. But now <laughs> there's this awkward period of time where they just have to, like every player that doesn't qualify for TI hates this period, this window. They just want TI to be fucking over with. It's so long. Every single, yes, every single player, even like the the teams and players that lose early on at TI, they fucking hate TI. They hate the rest of TI. 
because they just want the event to be over. They don't want to watch. They they like they don't watching it. Obviously, they will do, but they're gonna watch it in the context of like I want to be there. I want to be in those teams' position of winning and playing more and being on stage more. Uh, so everybody. Everybody hates this period of time where TI is coming or is happening and you're not a part of it. And that period just got extended for so many players. So. Yeah, it's going to be like a three-month break before TI even happens. Yep. And, and then there's going to be... who knows what happens to the next season because ending in October, I highly doubt. The thing is, is that the the whole system is very much in favor of the the best teams and the the most like the powerful players in the scene are the ones who win right so all the teams who are going to ti and the teams who will do well at ti they're going to be the ones who are saying we don't want to start the next season right away we we want a break we're tired like so i highly doubt valve's going to be like all right we're going to try and fit in a season in the november december period I'm sure they're going to wait and we're going to do it starting sometime mid-January. Uh, so that pretty much just means that there's half a year that's just kind of nothing's really going on. That's six months of your career, which is already fledgling when you're an esports athlete because generally most of them are not playing into their 30s. So yeah. that, that that that's half a year of time from your profession just taken away from these people. Um, fuck, man. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. It, it it kills me because uh, I mean, obviously, I have all the bias in the world, but but the fact that I know how uniquely nice these people are, and like uh, there uh, there's I think there's like if if they if they would win something, there's almost no better power of friendship story. It's like they did it, but uh they didn't do it and that's yep. that's getting to accept that right now and then figuring out like what that means for for long term like is, is there like a run it back situation is there like a fuck guys how long are we gonna keep doing this for situation is there like a yeah, yeah it's for it's, sure i mean they're they're one of the longest running uh rosters in in dota 2 history right this this liquid roster rosters do not stick together Three years. for very long in 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 dota it, it just doesn't happen right it's like you go to ti you once you lose ti you're shaking something up and even if when you win ti you're shaking something up you know a la aui right they won ti and he got kicked from evil geniuses you know digital chaos got second at ti and they kicked moonmander for uh or sorry they kicked moo for moonmander right it's like the, the these rosters there's always things to improve there's also just general generally the philosophy that you need to shake things up that you need fresh ideas fresh blood that's like what kuro kicked matama man right he's you know somebody kind of needed to go and matama man was consistently that player on nigma that shouldered much of the much of like that weight you know so they you know they they kick him to shake things up and bring somebody else in and uh well you know now matama man's going to ti and kuro's not uh but it also means that kuro got second at ti um at TI9 so who knows what whether or not that was the right call I cannot believe that I'm gonna have to deal with about f three and a half months of people going man how bullshit is it that Enigma isn't at TI yeah. that's that there, there's gonna like there there's gonna be like three months of, of this debate and I think the amount of pressure that is put on the, I, I, think, I think that the worst case scenario happened in terms of the tournament format by having Nigma not qualify because I think that OG has enough haters to where people be like ah fuck they don't deserve it like whatever like there, there's narratives that kind of cancel each other that out but I don't think there are a lot of people going to bat for oh yeah Nigma doesn't deserve to be a TI over other teams 
So I think that that's going to yeah. really highly influence whoever is talking about formatting next year because I I don't think that that we keep something one for one because there's just going to be so much uh, not uproar but like indigestion about about this because it does it it yeah. I mean. I understand how the format works. I understand what the stakes of the qualifiers for. And I understand that uh, there's a lot of bias going into like, oh, well, you know, Nygma basically won TI and then came in second. And then they kind of, you know, they, they won. They did really good any major, right? I'm kind of in the camp that I still feel like they deserve it more than other teams that are going to be at the event. And that feels bad to admit. Uh, well, yes, there's going to be a lot of people who agree with you. Uh, and I will just say, um, I, I don't necessarily know if I agree or disagree. Um, but I do know what's going to happen as a more impartial observer. Um, and a prophet. The moment a prophet. Yeah. You know, what's going to happen. Got... You know, what's going to oh, happen. Uh, there are three South American teams going to TI. The moment one of those teams places 17th, 18th, and bombs out of the group stage, if that does happen, which I think it's decently likely, um, in all honesty, um, between the three of them, um, that one of them will bomb out, uh, people are going to directly compare this team should not have gone. Nigma should have gone instead, or Tundra should have gone instead. You know, um, so that's uh, that is what is going to be the narrative as soon as that happens. Yeah, it's it's one of those teams or like undying. Assuming they don't like have a good performance, they're also mm. in that same camp of teams that people point to and go, "What the fuck," right? So they Maybe, have the most to prove. The thing is, South America has always been held as the the weakest region. And even the people who are moved by like Beast Coast doing well and Thunder Predator doing well at the major, like even those people will still say, okay, but the depth of South American teams, you know, they'll, they'll say there, there may be individually good teams there, but that does not mean it's a very deep region. Um, and they may hold the same for North America, but I think South America is going to like be very obviously the the region that people uh, will want to to hold as like you know this being this is unfair. And you know what? Like, uh, here's the thing: there's not. Um, I don't. I don't feel that bad that Ehome didn't make it. You know, China. China, China fucking killed it this year. You know. And as a result, they got a bunch of their teams going. So I that, that is why I'm not like super, like I'm not t entirely with you on the whole Enigma thing because like ultimately uh, the other really tough, like the, the supposedly like tough, deep region, they managed to get a bunch of their teams going to TI. So, you know, the, it is what it is. Like competition is competition and they were, they... They took advantage of this year and killed it on lands, you know? To that same note, I really hope Alliance does well. Why is that? Why specifically them? I think that they're in a group of teams. I think oh. that I think that Alliance and Beast Coast, like Yeah. Need to do well to prove that there was value in the system and the way that it worked, because I think those are the two. I guess Nigma, excuse me, Aster Alliance, well. Aster, and and Beast Coast are, yes. are are the three teams who were there based on like high performance in DPC seasons, but low to non-existent performance on land. Yes, and seeing them yes. also potentially Virtus Pro as well, but I mean, to, to be honest, like Virtus Pro is so crazy dominant and good that like I, I feel like they, they get they a pass a victim of that narrative. Yeah, that's like for whatever reason, people will give them the pass. Yeah, I, I I think that that we need to see those those teams 
show some kind of life. Otherwise, it might be used as a way to point out a problem in the system. And obviously, we're getting so far ahead of ourselves. TI is literally three months away because it's in Romania. Um, in October. They, in October. In October. Yeah. My birthday is going to be going on during TI. Usually, I'm at some shit-tier uh, post-TI event that nobody cares about, you know? They're it's definitely like, going to... Eh, fucking half the teams are like, ah, we're not ready for this. It's I need another month break, you know? Nobody, like, half the teams, half the good teams don't even show up. If we're going to... There, there's going to be a cap birthday yeah. content TI piece. That's, I mean, that, that that's easy pickings. That's easy pickings. Uh... I don't know. That would, I feel kind of weird about that. It's very, that's, that's very (laughs) self-centered. All right. You want to go region by region? (sighs) Sure. Okay. North America undying. No surprise whatsoever. They literally did not lose a single game. Incredibly dominant performance. They're going to TI. South I really America. wish black and yellow beat EE the second time. I I I, I was yeah. hype on that narrative. Yeah, that was that was a good narrative. That was one of the best narratives coming out there. Uh, Arkosh did okay. Um, four Zoomers went to the grand finals, but ultimately did not seem to be able to hold the candle to Undying, even though they've done it before. But here at TI qualifiers, they just didn't seem to have it. South America. Uh, no ping dropped out at fourth and uh sg was actually who got sixth last season it was the other team that i thought about backing but uh because they got sixth it's such a shitty uh run that i did not back them and uh they managed to go through upper brackets only lost uh i believe one game throughout the or excuse me two games uh, through their entire run, so I pretty think, dominant by them. I think OG is the only team that won a qualifier from the lower bracket. Uh, Out of the you may six. be correct, yeah, because OG got knocked down by Tundra. Uh, they got 2-0'd by Tundra even more so. And uh, you know what's funny? is like people kept on asking me my opinion about Western Europe, and I said, you know, I predicted Nygma. Um because they obviously had a pretty decent performance in Animator, but it felt like, yeah, they just didn't really bounce back from that. I didn't have the best faith in in uh, Liquid. Um, so I'm not terribly surprised it was Tundra OG at the end. But, uh, yeah, the everyone kept asking me, like, who's going to win on that final day? And I said, I think it's actually dead even. I think you, you if I had to put a percentage on which team was going to win, I think... OG or Nigma was favored in beating Tundra, but Tundra was already in the grand final. So I think you literally who's going to win on the final day, I think was a 33% across the board. Yep. So that was, uh, that was pretty interesting. Even if, even as OG losing against Tundra before, I think a best of five and a grand finals like placement and, and that sort of thing, you have to give the advantage to the more experienced team, the team who has proven that they have what it takes to be able to win best of fives on long days. Um, very, very few teams have ever gone the eighth game in a day and managed to, uh, to win on a grand finals day. Uh, OG took advantage of that against LGD, famously a TI8 LGD had to make that run and uh, and fell short on game five. And OG proved that they could do it when the shoe was on the other foot. So really well done by them. I personally, story-wise, I think is is very hype. Um, I predicted Nigma. Obviously, you know, I was cheering for Liquid, but. From a story perspective, it doesn't get better than the back-to-back defending champions uh, being able to defend their throne. It's 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 the best. It's the best story. Yeah, it's the best story. There's there's the most to talk about. We can get to see you know, Notel put the Aegis back on the pedestal again, right? Like there's, mm-hmm. it. I am the most excited. I think that that happened. I think that's that's like probably the best outcome. I think that. Any of those final four teams in Europe, 
I would have been excited for different reasons. And I think that that is probably speaks to why people might still over index Europe uh if, if if they are performing a little poorly because everyone just has so much history and and the narrative is good liquid going yeah. good narrative tundra going great narrative og going the best narrative karaoke going fuck yeah right like yeah. any one of those makes sense and then even you know isn't it wild that 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 chicken fighters got like f- fourth <laughs> after <laughs> yeah, after dropping out up they they they, uh-huh. they they got knocked out of the lower division and they made a fucking tear through that lower bracket. Yeah, seriously. It, it goes to show that um, teams, they put their head down. And if they figure something out, you know, they work hard to lead up. They figure something out. They can they can definitely make a very strong run, such as Team Empire did in the Eastern European division. They went, started off lower bracket and went all the way to the grand finals, having multiple, multiple two ones. They actually went the full series distance in every single series except their very first one. They 2 0'd win strike, but every single one after that was 2 1, 2 1, 2 1, 2 1, 3 2. It's a lot of stress. Oh my God. They also had to go to game eight. Uh, on a grand finals day and they fell a bit short fucking brutal um you know shout shout out to them but ultimately team spirit ends up beating team empire who was my favorite but damn uh you gotta give props for team empire for a very young squad very few of those guys have played a whole lot more than um dpc fan scores like the veteran on that on that list, Petrushar has played around a little bit, but other than that, these guys are mostly pretty new. So, and then we had uh, China, which uh, Elephant was probably the favorites. Uh, it was the team that I predicted. Honestly, I fucking called this one a mile away. Chinese qualifier, I personally thought was very boring. Um, the only thing that made it exciting was that Magma. Um, made a pretty good run. They were the lower division fourth team, so they they weren't upper division in the slightest. And they made a lower bracket run all the way to the final day before they got beat by Elephant, and there was a significant skill difference between the two teams. I think people, you know, like, people like... China's a good hipster region, you know? It's It's a region that you know most of the Western audience... Uh, doesn't actually have a tie to, so therefore they may not watch or it may not be good hours for them. So everybody likes, oh, the Chinese qualifier is going to be so hype. Get the fuck out of here. What are you fucking high? Why the fuck do you think the Chinese qualifier is going to... All the good teams are already in. What do you mean? It literally took every single fucking good Chinese team and it's already right in to TI. TI. It literally just left two teams. Two teams. I look. I look at that roster, and I'm just like, it's Elephant or Ehome. Nobody else matters. Literally, nobody else matters. I'm like, those are the only two good teams left, and uh, that's pretty much what happened. Uh, Elephant lost to Ehome in the upper bracket finals, and they did go through through lower bracket. They two owed Magma, uh, and then they three won Ehome ultimately. So. Nah, I guess that's the other team that went through the lower bracket. I'm a maybe stand, so like this doesn't bother me. Mm. Yeah, this does not bother me. Like I think that I am very content in in Elephant making their way to TI, and China just yeah. becoming that much stronger. Because I think that you can put Elephant up against basically most teams, and they are you know hyper competitive against anyone. Even though they're the fifth best Chinese team, like it's it's hard to just outright discount their roster, right? Like I'll take them as favorites almost instantly against most regions. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is um, Ehome. Elephant is definitely the best storyline. Ehome um, had, I think the problem is, is that both um, Chalice and Ex Nova, um, they weren't like the people that you look to on the old PSG LGD squad. Um, that they weren't like the big names, I guess, on that squad. So people naturally think of as Elephant as the predecessors to PSG LGD. Like they're the ones who, you know, 
the big names are on Elephant now, and they're the big Chinese powerhouse. And of course, it didn't prove to be true for the Chinese DPC. They sucked. Um, they got fifth both times, but you know, still best for the storyline that they go through because. I mean, such a storied history between maybe an FY to incredible, incredible careers from both of those players. You have to be able to win a TI. So my heart bleeds for X Nova a little bit. Yeah, X Nova seems like a great guy. I've only met him uh, in passing, but he seems like just a fantastic guy. So he's also bad, bad for him and Fade. Fade as well. Those two, they seem like really nice guys. Yeah, he's also really, really good. <laughs> and I know that you can say that about basically anybody yeah. who's, you know, making the grand finals of the TI qualifiers or any people around you. Like, everybody to be at the event is is exponentially better than we can really comprehend at Dota, right? X Nova's mm-hmm. really good. I watch him play and I'm like, yep. fuck, man. I, I can never do that. Sometimes I watch Dota and I go like, oh... If I'm if I'm on my shit, I can probably do some of those things. I watch Xenova play, and I'm like, I can't compete. <laughs> I, I I literally can't do the things he's doing. And then last but not least, or certainly not least, probably the best region to watch was Southeast Asia. Um, their qualifiers. Everybody was talking about how the fact their qualifiers were going to be super hype. Um, and it was, it definitely was, um, their grand finals went to a game five as well. Um, they, uh, there were a couple of teams like, so everybody was holding up motivate trust because they were winning the small tournaments, um, with some of the lesser Southeast Asian teams. Mm -hmm. Um, and everybody was holding them as being like, oh, they're the guys who are going to take down TNC, but it actually turned out it would just be the normal narrative that you would expect which is TNC um, and Fnatic, the two most established Southeast Asian rosters still left, would match up against each other in both the upper bracket finals and the grand finals. Um, The surprise, which shouldn't really be that big of a surprise to most people, was that Boom made such a long run. Um, They ended up going 2-1 against TNC in the upper bracket semifinals, dropped down and made it all the way to the final day. And again, got two owned by TNC. But uh, yeah, I remember when I did my TI qualifier predictions, I was going through the list and I had TNC as my favorites. And I said, Fanatic's most likely to be contesting them. Uh, and I remember going over Boom and being like, never count Boom out, you know? Cause yeah, you said the, that on the those show. Guys, those guys are clutch. Th- those guys, uh, they show up on the important tournaments for sure. I don't, I don't know what it is, but... Probably something about uh, Makoto. Makoto and Dream Cell. Great, great one-two combo. So, Is it a bummer yeah. that we don't have wild cards at TI? Are, are wild cards a fun yeah. part of the tournament, or are wild cards an unnecessary hangover of years past? Uh, I think they're great for majors. Um, so why not, I guess, for a TI? That being said, um, the what would you do? Just have to get second of every region? Oh, I don't know what I would do. Um, I mean, I guess yeah. that's that's the easiest thing to potentially do, right? Is to just mm-hmm. take second place and and put them up there. That would be yeah. that'd be cool. I'm not a big fan. Uh, so I, I, I would, of course, be interested in wild cards. Wild cards is always a fun way to like start a tournament off, um, for sure. I always really enjoy it. Um, that being said, I'm not a big fan of the narrative that's going around because so many people are unhappy that neither Nigma, like Nigma and OG, both could not go to TI because of what happened. That um, that everyone's like clamoring for like extra slots and stuff. No. I'm I'm not a fan of that. You you cannot change the rules. Like we've had a fucking year that these rules have been set into place. Like if you don't qualify, I'm sorry, but you know we we can't just change the rules because we don't like the outcome. But Kuroki isn't going to the international, <laughs> and I am very sad about that. Uh, I think I'm actually going to do a write up about Kuro and like him not being able to go to a TI10 because um, I think he is just uh, such a fascinating. Uh, player 
What do you and, think? Uh, it sucks. Can 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 you theorycraft me for a second? How do you think Weeha yeah. feels? Um. Do you think there's there's a moment in his brain where he goes, "Yeah, fuck those guys." Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think you would have to be, you would have to really love uh, the players and the team. Uh, and you would have to be a pretty good person to not have that thought come into your head. Um, I mean, how do you think Matumba Man feels? I bet he feels vindicated as fuck. He's like, damn, I didn't have to go through those qualifiers. That would suck. I think he felt vindicated. Uh through the entirety of of the pandemic <laughs> maybe maybe but at the same time like ti is the only thing that matters right so you know this is uh if ti is the only thing that matters like nigma or or secret can have all the success they want but it doesn't matter if they don't perform at ti and well nigma doesn't even get the chance to perform at ti whereas matumba man and secret do so i'm i'm like i i feel like there was Matumba Man's a great guy, by the way, so it's possible he doesn't doesn't he didn't actually feel that way. He was sad watching the team go, but uh, I I think most people this would be that final moment of like, all right, I you know, it's like that killer you, instinct. You know, I I I think an important yeah. facet of Dota players is like having an absurd amount of self confidence and like I think that you really have to truly believe in yourself to be someone of their caliber not just in Dota not just in esports but like in competition I think that that's like yeah. one of the intangibles that most of those people share that really separates them from from the general population so uh, I, I, I'm sure there, there's a little bit of yeah let's let, let, let's crack open a, a corona for that one uh-huh yeah yeah I and that's know, I, the end of the qualifiers, so Yeah, so so now now what? Now we wait for some third party tournament organizer to put something together that will fill our time. Um maybe it's a fun tournament, maybe BTS will do bot TI. Maybe um, maybe Slacks has got some wacky ideas about a, a tournament they can run. Maybe somebody like ESL Replay will actually try a somewhat serious tournament um, and have you know fan favorite teams across the board like Nigma and and Liquid um, and you know have them come together for some sort of Omega League light um, tournament. Whatever it is, it's got to happen soon because I think. I think most big names would be interested in playing a tournament in the next month. But as soon as you get about a month, month and a half away from TI, I think they're no longer interested and will not play. I think one of the interesting narratives about people not playing was also the narrative that we kept on hearing captains say from multiple qualifiers that like scrims weren't really happening and people were struggling mm -hmm. to even get games before the qualifiers because people didn't know who they could play or who wanted to play because teams already qualified didn't really want to play right they're 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 taking a, yep. a relaxy breaky um my my pitch for a tournament is uh you do like the biggest loser tournament and you invite no teams who are going to ti and you only have all of the teams who didn't qualify for ti I think one problem with that and it's is a big that, pity uh, party. Get getting it that would be great if you got international teams, right? But most likely, whatever this uh, next event is going to be is probably going to be relative. Uh, like China, very like will likely will run something for China, um, and then the West will run something for the West. And yeah, what do you call it? Like like pre I pre international. Like 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 TI but pre I mm. you call it um uh thanks Sweden <laughs> they should actually just go run the event in Stockholm um <laughs> uh appetizer but with TI TI you know what that that's great that that that's a great creative choice you you'd, mm. you'd be fucking bonkers in a writer's room that's that's great appetizer yeah. that's yeah, yeah make fucking the, make it all food themed. Honestly, the fact that I should delete this from the episode and you should be like, yo, Jake, I got it. <laughs> you got the theme. That's it. Yeah. That, that, that's all you need for a tournament, right? It's just the theme. That's I. Hey, man, work to replay. 
So I pretty much haven't heard anything from any tournament organizers. Then again, I'm not exactly like out there running the beat or anything, trying to, to you know, get in contact with people, seeing mm-hmm. who's doing, who's going to do what, if anybody's doing anything. But I will say that I haven't heard anything yet. And if anybody, um, if anybody ever wonders why third-party organizers are important, I feel like this entire Corona situation has been a, a very good, it's been a good spotlight on that. I mean, like Valve didn't run shit for fucking like nine months or a year or something, right? Like there was nothing going on. We only had third parties. We only had ESL one and we play running big events. We had other third party organizers doing smaller events. Uh, you know, like now when TI doesn't happen, when it's supposed to happen, we fall back on third party tournament organizers. Like they play an important uh, part in the space. So yeah, we'll see if anything happens. God, I hope it does. Cause I'm going to go a little insane if uh you know i just i needed a break but like i don't need that long of a break <laughs> it's a you long know? break it, it's a long break you should like if i were you i'd be looking at like airbnbs out in the desert or, or like a trip to go see mom or like i, f- I feel like it's uh <laughs> like yeah th- th- there's just such a long period i think i was i was gonna go see my mom at the end of july and make it so that i would fly from her place to ti that's what i was gonna do but now i'm on hold and i told her you know like i have to wait until i hear from like third-party tournaments like if anything's gonna happen because you know i can't really plan anything out until i hear about that because it's it's too long for me just to not work that would be uh not great for my financial situation (laughs) and just not working for three months straight so well I get to go work for three months straight continually I guess that's the joy of full time employment right but I don't get to go make a really cool uh, Dota piece I was uh, I was preparing uh, I, I had a lot of additional footage from the animator of like you know things just not going well not like people i i, I don't want to uh make people like mind water like like not people like upset or yelling at each other or anything like salacious but like just general you know sad boy footage because it was a sad boy event and yeah. and we were fully uh prepared to make like a like a one hour arcing piece between like uh any major through the qualifiers up through the international just that, yeah. that, that project's on ice so now i don't have any, i don't have any dota <sighs> content to make i don't i don't got i don't i i feel like i was i feel like i was i was i was doing a good job with that but now just think how much content you'll have when they qualify for ti11 though you know that's true <laughs> maybe that maybe this whole documentary is just like a year in the making it's actually like their whole time at liquid mm, yeah yeah if they stay together, that's uh, that's a question for so many of these teams, right? When they don't qualify for TI, and TI is everything, right? Like, rosters do not stay the same. That's why, again, Liquid was such an interesting one, because they stayed together post uh, their loss at TI when they got dropped out 12th through 16th in that, that famous gyrocopter game. Um, you know, like, they stuck together with the same squad after that. Not many teams do that. I've seen teams come and go that I really like that feels good. A good example of this is, um, you know, when Nitro finally left the championship winning back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back Liquid Counter-Strike team. It's a good example. Uh, I was was bummed. This is a throwback, but like when when OG, No-Tail, Era, Fnatic kind of parted ways, I was like, oh, man, that, that feels like a bummer. Um, if something happens with the liquid roster, which will in theory eventually happen, um, maybe it's not now, maybe it's not six months from now, maybe it's not for two years, right? But like in theory, something will happen. It's gonna be gonna, gonna be a real sad boy moment. Yeah, I Go- mean, what if it happens to Enigma instead of Liquid, right? 
like not just ILTW, but that four man roster, you know, splitting ways in, in some way, you know, that would be, that'd be uh, pretty crazy. I mean, that, that four man has been together since they won. So. Yeah. Th- those, those would be the wild. two that would be, those would be the two that would be hard to swallow. Yeah, for sure. But I guess we just, sometimes change is necessary. So I think so. Who knows? I think so. But it's uh, we're gonna have to find stuff to talk about between now and then because, dude, it's so long. That's why we're stocking up all those stories, right? That's why we're being able to get to so many of them. We're gonna be able to share one every podcast, and I will be so excited to to update you on my new fun living situation. Maybe you can even meet my mom. That'll probably happen. That sounds fun. She'll like your hat. uh, I'd enjoy that. Yeah. It's good hat. The uh Yeah. Well I now you know the next time you move, <laughs> by the way, you, you can ask me. You can ask me to help. I will do that. I generally don't like asking people for help. That might be a surprise. Yeah, nobody likes helping people move. It's terrible. I just don't I don't like but, asking people for help, period. I I, I think it's a character yeah, flaw. Sure, that's true. I, 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 I think it's a flaw that I'm not very like like a therapist to be like you know you should just ask for more help Joey and I'll be like no I can do everything myself I'm the best Jew but ever ah. yes remember one of our early stories was your plumbing issue yeah I should have yeah. I should have yeah. got help um I'm gonna help myself to <laughs> see I'm not even getting Some help Z's? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna help myself to uh, getting this podcast put together so that it can go up on the yeah. internet so that people can be like fuck yeah and then uh, tomorrow, I'm going to. I don't. I don't know what. I'm. Gonna, I'm going to do a bunch of cleaning. I'll send you pictures. I will post okay. pictures on Twitter. That's Sounds Leaf Eater good. with a zero or an O. I send my own handle wrong. I am. I'm spiraling out of control. I'm gonna. I. I need to end this. <laughs>